1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW.
2: It is Loud and Local right here on 99.9 KISW. The Rock of Seattle I have a band called Panic Grass. Welcome. Yes. Thank
3: you for having me. Thank us. you.
2: Panic That's Grass. Is that marijuana?
3: oh we wouldn't dream of it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I might dream of it a little bit. <laughs> um...
4: No, well, so we were tr- we were trying to come up with a new band name because yeah. Nick, myself, uh, my name's John, and Brad, we were We Buy Gold for a really long time, mm-hmm. and we kind of wanted to leave that behind us and do something new and do something different, and we had been throwing around a bunch of different ideas for band names, and we had narrowed it down to a couple of them, and one of them wound up being – our EP's album name and the other one wound up being the band name. Cool, uh, but you know where that comes from, right, Nick?
3: Well, well, yeah. And so we did. We did want the name to have a kind of uh, psychedelic vibe to yes. it. Yes. And so we we said, Panic Grass sounds fun." And uh, lo and behold, uh, it was it was a euphemism for marijuana. There we go. But there is. A plant called Panic Grass, and I don't really know what that's all about, but
5: but
2: that's where it came from. All right. Well, let's officially go around the room. Tell me what your name is and what you do in Panic Grass.
4: Hey, I'm John. I do singing, songwriting, bass, and Chapman stick. Wow. Chapman stick. Nice.
6: Yeah. Uh,
3: My name is Nick, and I do singing, songwriting, and I try to play the guitar.
6: I'm David. I... Sing and am working on the songwriting. Uh, I also play guitar and
7: bass. I'm Bert. Um, guitar, some vocals, some songwriting. And we are missing one member. We're missing Brad, who
4: is on vacation again. Where? Well, well, well they call him the Hurricane because you never know where he might land. Okay. Uh, sounds like a life I want to live. Yeah. Yeah. You know, usually, you know what we were, we were joking about this a little bit on the way here, but it's usually to
3: the coast, you know, very hurricane like, yeah, no, he's uh, he could be anywhere.
4: And he's a drummer.
2: He's the drummer. Yes. Cool.
4: And, uh, yeah, him and Nick had been playing music together for a long time before I ever met these guys almost 10 years ago at this point. Um, and you know, we, we wanted to, uh, um, honor that you know old-timey music that we did <laughs> eight nine ten years ago but we also wanted to you know grow and move on and um you know brad was instrumental and, and monumental and helping develop our sound and uh you know wish he was here today but you know that trip to belize was sure sounding nice so i get why he had to make it oh i thought it was costa rica costa rica
2: or no nicaragua Is this kind of real are, are you guys making this guy up? He's, he is. A, he's really our drummer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he's there. Okay. We don't know if he's real, but... So this this uh, show is not sponsored by this following business I will mention, but the, I will thank this business for, you know, kind of prompting this interview. So there was one day I went to a breakfast at a pa- place called Pancake Chef over oh, in Tukwula. and. uh you know, I, I'm, I think I'm wearing a Defy wrestling hoodie, hoodie and yep. you're wearing a wrestling t-shirt or something, and we yeah. strike up a conversation about wrestling. That's it. And uh, yeah, and uh, I think you would. I had just played Panic Grass. Right. Yeah. It, it, it was really funny. It was. I think within a week
4: of it happening, I think maybe the f- the first time or whatever. And yeah. uh, we were hungry. We had just kind of moved to the area. We wanted to go someplace yeah. new. Let's go to the Pancake Chef. They got a fancy German pancake. Yeah. there. Let's give it a shot. And, you know, you and your buddy stroll in, and I go, yeah, cool shirt, yeah, cool hat and then you know you mentioned hey have you ever heard of defy wrestling wrestling, yeah man have i ever heard of it i won the costume contest back in the day and you know it was so cool to uh, you know connect and realize that oh wait we do know each other and you mentioned you host the defy podcast we subscribe to the podcast wait a minute hold on it was you know it it reminded me of that meme where spider-man's like pointing (laughs) out another spider-man
2: i kind of had that moment with you and And also you have a radio background tell me about your radio background
4: i do so i got started in radio when I was 17 years old, okay. broadcasting. like,
2: I don't want to make any money.
4: <laughs> yeah, uh, man, it, it grew from a love of sharing music to yeah. friends. Yeah. And I wound up, you know, starting internet radio. And then I went to college for it in uh, uh, Illinois. And I had, you know, learned all my stuff through that. And I had my, you know, education in, in commercial radio. Uh, and I, you know, worked for a few places. But, you know, like you said, the money is kind of where it has yeah. to go. And I don't know... How that led me out to Seattle, yeah. <laughs> but it eventually did. And, you know, the um rich radio history that's here in Seattle uh, and the rich, you know, like local music history in Seattle kind of preceded my uh, need and want to move out here. Yeah. Because, you know, if you ever listen to music, it's like, you know, who hasn't heard of? Let's say sub pop, for example, you know, so coming out here, it wasn't more so about the, oh, well, I can't wait to see what's going on and I'm going to be a famous radio guy or anything like that. It was more just, oh, the the really cool musicians hang out here. They got really great radio stations. Oh, there's cool food. There's cool bars. You want to live amongst it. Yeah, right. if you couldn't tell I'm a transplant. Someone who's maybe from here might be like you yeah. know a little less enthusiastic yeah. about yeah. it than I am. But
2: you're stoked. That's amazing. So okay, so uh, you come to Seattle, and how do you meet all these guys? How do you meet the rest of uh, Panic Grass? Or or had you guys been playing? You know, back in Illinois?
4: Uh, uh, So I I had been playing with lots of people in in Illinois, whether I was doing my own thing or (laughs) yeah, playing with myself in Illinois. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes I play with myself in Seattle, too. But I met Nick and Brad through Craigslist. We met at one of my favorite spots uh, on uh, California Avenue, West Seattle, Shadowland. And... It was one of the most Seattle-y things I had ever seen. I walk in, someone's doing trapeze. There's all this neon light everywhere. I meet these two cool-looking guys in a shady bar where they're drinking like really fancy stuff, and they put water on the table. in the but it was so weird. Like I had just gotten got. Why here. they put water on the table? Wow, imagine yeah, you that. know, well, like I mean, fancy that, That's as why opposed they used to offer water for free. Well, it's in like an artesian bottle, oh, and I'm okay. like, oh, I have to okay. pour it myself. This must be fancy. Yeah, uh, and you know, we we met up from there and. Nick, Brad, and I, we used to start this whole thing like at 2 Uh, (laughs) a.m. We'd practice at 2 a.m. because that was when we were revealed on like Wednesday nights of all godforsaken nights. And that's how the original thing started. And, um, you know, you skip a few years and Mm -hmm. we, Nick and I meet Bert and David playing as part of a house band for a, uh, a brewery. Cool. Which brewery?
3: Sadly, we're closed now, but uh, it was called the Best of Hands Barrel House in wow. West Seattle. Okay. Yeah.
4: Okay. And we did a, an open mic there every two weeks, mm-hmm. where it was not only an open mic but an open jam, and um, the the four of us, as well as uh, a few other core members, would be there every week. We'd be happy to back up people. We learn new tunes every cool. uh, for every show that we do. And Nick and I are getting a chance to. Was it covers or original? Yes. Okay, covers. Cool. Lots of covers, but we'd get original singer songwriters to come through. Nice. And they'd tell us the changes or bring us a, a, sure. a chart and we'd be able to play it with them. That's awesome. And, you know, being able to do that with Bert and David, uh, Nick and I decided, man, this is kind of like a no brainer. The music's yeah. kind of getting stale where we're at right now. Yeah. We want to do something new and make something that sounds a little bit different why don't we play with these cats who already know what they're they're doing you know
3: well on that point too um you know john has had the chapman stick for a long time and we've always been like we play like emo and hardcore and punk rock and stoner metal like we can't do that with one guitar and a chapman stick and we meet these guys and they're great they're great people as well as great players and so we're like well john wants to do more on stick uh, might be fun if I could set the guitar down and just sing. Sometimes yeah. these guys uh, both sing. They both uh, play guitar. Burp plays a little trumpet. Nick,
4: they both write. Oh my they god!
3: Write? Yeah, <laughs> we're like, we're like, man, we should king gizzard and the lizard wizard is a big influence for uh, john let me know yeah particular. oh yeah and we're like man there's like eight cats in that band who freaking write like yeah. and there's only two of us because yeah. uh brad has done a couple things w- once in a while but he he sticks to the kit you know so we're like yeah let's get some fresh blood in here and uh, have a lot of fun and and from the experience of the open jam we're like well Let's see how that goes. So
2: let's pause this for one second. Explain to me, because I am familiar, but I I just want to real quick explain what a Chapman stick is, because I am familiar with it. I have a friend who plays, he plays a band called Pound. He has like a 12 string guitar. He has all kinds of crazy music instruments. He has like a two neck guitar, like he has all kinds of stuff. So I'm familiar with the Chapman stick, but let's break it down. Yeah, man, it's... uh... (laughs)
4: <laughs> it's something that you don't see so often these days but it's been around since the late 60s mm-hmm. it's kind of like a combination of a guitar a bass a piano and a drum set all in one um it's anywhere between eight to 12 strings mm-hmm. half of them are bass strings and half of them are melody or guitar strings yeah. And the intent is, is to play it with both hands tapping. It's like a tapping instrument. Yeah. You know, you've seen a lot of people, you know, a great example is like Eddie Van Halen playing Eruption, tapping on his guitar. Yeah. And the guy who invented the instrument, Emmett Chapman, who sadly recently died, uh, rest in peace, um, came up with this two-handed tapping uh, free hands technique. And it's been something that I have been exploring for about 10 years or so and only really started getting serious about it. Playing with these guys. Yeah. And it's been a lot of fun figuring out things that I can do to incorporate it into our band or at times where, you know, Dave plays bass, too, and he's a killer bass player. I can just do leads with the guitar players, yeah. and we could do cool three-part harmonies, which is something that we couldn't do with just three dudes.
2: Are there any uh, musicians I would know aside from, you know, Eddie Van Halen that you said that, that use the Chapman stick?
4: Man, the biggest one and my favorite bass player is, you know, we can say it at the same time, three – two one tony, tony levin, levin. Okay. who plays with king crimson and peter gabriel yeah. and stick and he's also on the i don't wanna wear i wanna bang on my drum all day he's a bass player on that song okay. he plays bass with paul mccartney like everybody he's a legendary bass player and bert and i got a chance to go see him actually when he wow. came through uh, in the area a few weeks ago and it Where was just play? uh he played at uh was it the historic everett theater yep oh yeah, awesome that's cool and man he was such a sweet guy to meet he was so nice and i got to you know kind of gush to him and say oh man i'm a chapman stick player in a working rock band and it's really cool that i finally get to meet you and all this stuff probably stuff he's heard a million times yeah. before but it's cool when you get an opportunity to meet your heroes like, these don't days your day job cool. kid.
3: exactly exactly go back to radio yeah exactly <laughs>
2: That's amazing. That's okay, so from you guys from playing, you know, in this house band with them, uh, how how do you guys like uh, you know, being being a part of Panagrass? How's how's it been so far?
6: Uh it's been it's been cool. It's been a whole new kinda experience. I've been a cover player like most of my life. I've played in different bar bands, mm-hmm. like, you know, playing outdoor like Bikers have a party and they want someone to play Pink Floyd covers and like all that sort of stuff. Um, So learning other people's originals uh, that have been recorded already is really cool. Um, But even more fun, even more engaging has been learning these songs that someone else wrote, but they don't exist yet. Yeah. Uh, So we're, being part of a creation yeah we're, we're all incorporating kind of different things and seeing what works and what doesn't work and uh you know sort of how i can put my sort of musical spin my sort of musical personality on what other people are you know building a framework
7: in that's awesome yeah yeah totally agree with a lot of that and um <coughs> excuse me um yeah Kind of the combination of, you know, learning the stuff the guys have already written and trying to put my own kind of ingredients in that without changing it too much or overstepping, but also, you know, helping with some of the writing. And um, it's been cool. I mean, you know, in in one of our many configurations, we can do three guitars. And so um, that frees me up to not necessarily have to do traditional rhythm or lead thing. Um, You know, one guitarist can just kind of make some noises. um, Yeah. For example. Um, yeah, Yeah, it's been a lot of fun.
4: That's amazing. That's awesome. To your point, Bert, one of my favorite things in one of our our new tunes that we do is just David just plays a really long note on the guitar for as long as possible, and it's just long, and, you know, he uses a really cool Ebo for it. We're using a lot of toys these days, but, you know. You guys need to lay off the panic grass. guys. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's so cool because when you only have a few people, you don't get the chance to mess
2: around with weird guitar stuff. explore. Mm Kind of, you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh let's let's go into one of the songs. We're talking a lot about the music. Let's hear some of the music. Uh we're going to play a Water Diviner and uh where can we find this? What album is this on?
8: Uh
3: this is on our latest so we've got two EPs. This is uh from our latest one which is called New Miserable Space Ritual. Yeah. Um and so a fun thing about that, can you pull that microphone up a little bit closer? Oh, sure. Sorry.
2: Awesome.
3: So we recorded both uh, EPs at the same time. Yeah. Um, but we wanted very different uh, sounds and very different songs on them. So the first EP we released is a lot leaning more to like heavy blues. Sure. It's a little stoner, not quite as stoner metal as, you know, say Uncle Acid or Sleep sure. or something like that. But um but so then we we're like but we also want to showcase this other stuff that we love and do. Yeah. And so we recorded um, another EP, which is the new Miserable Space Ritual EP. And that's all more like kind of progressive metal, emo, power pop, um, and a little bit of that kind of like shoegazy, almost yeah. like hum aesthetic to some
2: Hell of Hell yeah. Love hum.
3: So... So that's where you can find Water Diviner. It's it's an earlier song that we did with as we buy gold, and we decided we didn't care for the way it came out back then, and so we were like, well, let's re-record it and see what happens.
2: Repurposed and re-recorded. I like it. Water Diviner by Panic Grass. You're listening to Loud and Local here on 99.9 KISW, the Rock of Seattle. We'll be back with more from Panic Grass.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend
2: today. That was Water Diviner by Panic Grass here on Loud and Local. Uh, K-I-S-W, the rock of Seattle. Uh, Panic Grass, a uh, band that is, uh, is perfect for the summer. You guys have the summer coming up. Are You guys going to be, you know, looking to play some shows? Definitely. Oh, oh yeah,
4: I can't wait. You know, uh, not only is it like some of the most fun times to have shows, but I have that itch. You know, that summer itch to get you out there. Get that looking at, taken
2: care <laughs> of, dude. You should get that looked at.
4: <laughs> yeah, you know, it has to. You know, it's it's around the groin area. There's a cream. Uh, But, you know, the last show that we did was at Easy Street last summer. That's awesome. And it was so fun. We had a beer named after us, man. We had a Panic Grass beer with grass in it. Yeah, there was lemongrass in that. That's amazing. And and it was so fun because, you know, the, the doors were open. We got to have people walk by. And, you know, we're definitely looking to capture some more of that
2: summertime energy. And, yeah, we're currently actually working on booking a few shows. There's a lot of local bands that have gotten beers named after them. We had a Witch Ripper beer that's out now by Primitive Brewery. We have a Sand Rider beer that's out by – Holy Mountain. Yeah, Holy Mountain. Paul Bearer, they're not from Seattle, but they just got a beer. We have – there's a band called Beautiful Freaks that has an ice cream coming out. Black Tones had an ice cream coming out. It's all these um, amazing local businesses, you know, collabing with these cool bands. So that's really cool. That's awesome. All right, let's go around the room. What's the first band that you fell in love with as a kid, even if it's embarrassing? Mine was No Doubt. I will fully admit I love Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt. It was the first band I ever fell in love with. And that's a, a sick Sick album. Every song on it is a single, dude. It's just like they toured on that album for like eight years, dude. It's crazy, so... For me, the first bit of music
4: that I ever fell in love with was Weird Al Yankovic's Bad Hair Day. Yes, Amish Paradise. Yeah, <laughs> that was the thing that got me into polka. music. Yeah. And I got to, to meet him, and I told him that you're the reason why like, I do all of this, man. And he was so nice to me, even though I laid that heavy thing down on yeah. him. He said, uh, thanks. And took my picture, you know. It That's was, amazing. It took a picture with me. Did he say it like that? Uh, thanks. Yeah, he said it in his very own kind of like Weird Al way, which totally. made the experience... All
2: that much better. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. Better than saying like you're you're great. Why didn't you win an Oscar for UHF? You know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the thing that I remember the most about that is he smelled great, like he just got out of the shower. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're like I could. I wish I could bottle this smell. (laughs) Amazing. And how about you, man? First band you ever fell in love with? Uh,
3: Do you guys remember that Wild? I don't know if anybody else had. I grew up in Western New York, so sure. I don't know. But remember when BMG used to be like, oh, yeah, you 10 CDs it,
2: for one cent? For, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and so I had two brothers. It's a great way to cr- commit mail fraud. Yes. <laughs> and like, nothing, you couldn't do anything at that. Yeah. So we used if you're to like kid, yeah. just write in random names but with the same address. Yep. And we'd get like all these records for a penny, and then you cancel the subscription. Yep.
2: But you just do it again. Yeah. So it's amazing.
3: It was incredible. Um, what'd so you get? Oh, so, so the, like the first hall, this is, I was thinking that, and I was, and I was like, man, the first hall was just amazing. It was like, it was like Green Day Dookie. Yep. It was like super unknown Soundgarden. Yep. It was like, um, Bush, you know, uh, 16 stone. It was like it was the starter pack. Uh, yeah. All these wild things. And, uh, and I remember, uh, and of course I think Dookie was probably like the, uh, the preeminent thing for me when I yeah. was that young. Great album. It was like Fantastic.
2: Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's awesome, man. Right around that time, Offspring Smash comes out, Ranted, Out Come the Wolves. I mean, just freaking wooden era. And how about you, man?
6: Uh, I was a Beach Boys kid. Nice. uh, I remember I had this, you know, two CD greatest hits or best of, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um, And when I was however old I was, seven or eight, whatever, um, I was all about like Surf and Safari, man. (laughs) That was so fun. Yeah. Um, I still love the Beach Boys. Now I like kind of the more. Pet Sounds-ish. Uh, yeah, later, more complicated, like Brian Wilson showing off his genius. Yeah, um, when he was on that Panic Grass. Yeah, when he Ooh. was on the <laughs> Panic Grass or something. Um, yes, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was that was kind of my first love. That turned me on to pop music. Yeah. Awesome. And how about you, man?
7: Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I was kind of a late bloomer in my music taste. Like I got into music from playing guitar but nice. um I really fell in love with Ozzy Osbourne's like solo work like yeah. the first two albums um and you know all the zach Wild stuff too I mean Jakey Lee as well so basically like all of Ozzy solo stuff um growing up my mom listened to a lot of music that actually kind of came into my influences later like um we used to listen to a lot of Steely Dan, Earth, wind and Fire, Stevie Wonder and those are things that kind of kind of circled back once I became kind of an experienced musician so Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so this is a question I believe I asked you at
2: the Pancake Chefs, but we want to get it on record just okay. for anyone that uh, is is hearing the name King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. They are they have so much music, <laughs> man. Where do I we love jump it. in? What's the best Ooh. record? What's the one you would recommend for someone who's like I've always seen this name? Their 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 discography too you know big. I don't know where to start. Where do we, we start?
3: Get, are we all get to pick one? Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Can't you decide gonna, on it's one? It's probably going to be vastly different. Okay. <laughs> oh, man.
2: Give me a starter pack.
3: Are you going to pick the... Uh, you do you. <laughs>
4: okay. I think uh, the best album to get your your thang wet for King Gizzard and the Lizard Whoa. Wizard is Nonagon Infinity. Nonagon Infinity opens the door. It was the first King Gizz album I heard. I have the Nonagon tattooed on my arm, man. Yeah. Uh, and it's a really trippy album that never ends. All the songs bleed into it, uh, one by one by one. And the fact that each album kind of has like its own shtick or its own gimmick or its own idea really inspired us. You know, you you just heard a little bit of one of our one sounds, and later you'll hear some of our other sounds too. And just the sounds on Nonagon Infinity vary too, and it's really cool. Awesome.
2: All right. What so else?
3: and and I would. I would say Nanagon's probably my favorite of their records, but I would say like for the first person who wants to jump in, uh I might go with um uh Float on Fill Your Lungs," Float Along Fill Your Lungs, you know. Um cuz it's got well it, the book ends of those re- that record is just these two amazing like 8-minute like prog jam songs. But then the rest of the records is this really nice, like jangle pop. So mm-hmm. it's really accessible, and you can just kind of be like, "Yeah, this is uh this this works." And so, you know, it's kind of got the garage rock sound. It's kind of got the jangle pop. It's kind of a little more accessible. But it, uh, but they do have a few tracks on there where you're like, "Oh, there's something else going on yeah. here."
2: Something else. Nice. I like it. You guys, do you have any uh, recommendations?
6: Yeah, I mean i came to to king gizzard pretty recently and just through hanging out with john like yeah come over and we'd eat pancakes. whether you like it or not who will throw it on you he, dude i made dude, him go to will. the show he, <laughs> he, he did uh, i bought extra tickets and you're coming but no john will come over we'll eat pancakes and listen to records and so he brought over Polygon want and i thought that was super cool like super different Pancakes, I see. a...
2: <laughs> There's a theme I, here. Yes, yeah. Pancakes and, and Gizzard Wizard. Okay. And how
7: about you, man? Yeah, I'm not, not super well versed. I mean, I've, I listened to them. I'm not super, you know, into the discography. I, I think when I first became aware of them was uh, the Flying Microtonal Banana, and I like a few songs off, off that record. Sick. I was hoping for an awkward moment where
2: one of you guys were like, I actually hate them. They're,
3: <laughs> yeah. they're actually my least
2: favorite band. I think Brad hates
3: them. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, Brad's favorite,
4: I think, is Fishing for Fishies, actually. <laughs> for fishies. He loves that album. And, you know, anytime we'd go see him, hey, do they play anything off of Fishing for Fishies? Why don't you come next time? <laughs> Quick, go on yeah. to Belize,
2: man. Nice. All right, well, let's go into another song. Uh, this yeah. one's New Miserable Space Ritual. Uh, anything you guys want to say to introduce this one? Heavily inspired by the band
4: Hum. Awesome. Uh, Love at that the bit. university that I went to, I actually got to study under Matt Talbot of Hum. Wow! So a little bit of my songwriting and, and production know-how comes from the dude himself. Yeah, and it's one of the most humbling experiences that you know I could ever say in my hi- history of learning music is have the dude show me to uh, show me a thing
2: or two. That 2020 album that Hum put out just came out of nowhere, in- and it just one of my favorites of that year. Just That's incredible.
3: One of the
2: finest records ever i think so good so good totally unexpected totally amazing and uh got me through the pandemic those first few months i would go on long meandering walks with nowhere to go no job to have and uh it was a good album to listen to on those days so it's new ris- <clears throat> new miserable space ritual rather uh, panic grass is the name of the band we'll be back with more from them but it's new miserable space ritual here on the rock miserable space ritual by panic grass here on loud and local it's 99.9 KISW, the rock of seattle uh, so new miserable space ritual you wanted to mention something about the title
3: well yeah so we've been talking about just kind of uh having a lot of different influences between um ourselves and then now with bert and david joining and wanting to incorporate some maybe different sounds and different writing styles and we've mentioned king gizzard And uh, some other artists that we're really fond of are like Peter Gabriel and and Beck, people who just – and Prince, people who just switch things up all the time uh, but still have kind of like their artistic vision and voice. And so the name New Miserable Space Ritual was just a funny um, combination of a Hawkwind record and a Gin Blossoms
2: record. New Miserable just... Experience by Jim Blossoms. yeah. <laughs>
8: see, you're well versed too. Yeah.
2: And so we were a like, in Radio. Yeah. We're like, hey. I definitely heard Hey Jealousy. You've <laughs> logged on before. Okay,
3: yeah. I see. And we just wanted something that kind of represented the idea of um, uh, showing off a bunch of fun, different styles yeah. that we like. Uh, and coming off of um, Sewage Fruit, which was our first EP, we're like, hey, this this is different. We're going to signal that it's different. That's
2: awesome. Uh, there's a lot of people who listen to this show, people that book, you know, people that are tapped into the local scene and are always looking for artists. Are you guys looking to, you know, play some shows if people were to contact you guys? Definitely. Oh yeah. Okay. Awesome. Right on. We are ready to rock. We have band will travel. <laughs> yes. I like it. Yes, we're working
4: on a killer set list that not only includes, you know, what what we might want to
2: call classics, all the way back from 2022. Uh, <laughs> okay, what's on your writer? What's the thing? You know, what is it like a Capri Sun? Uh, you you want like the only new- yellow M and M's? What What's on your writer? Uh, do you remember those like? Uh, uh, plastic squeezable
4: kind of like kool-aid guys that had like the characters oh, absolutely. on absolutely yeah i'd like a couple of those if you can get my hand
3: maybe some dunkaroos, dunkaroos yeah yeah dunkaroos gushers.
2: sounds Otter good pops. Otter pops. okay sounds good
3: i have nice. hookers and blow but <laughs> oh, there hey there we
2: go <laughs> a traditional okay we, <laughs> we can want get that done. candy and ice cream and <laughs> so you're playing on aurora nice <laughs> uh okay right on well um so what's the best way to uh if people can't you know, if you guys have shows coming up but people can't come out, whether they have, you know, day job, night job, they got, you know, kids to take care of, they can't go see you get live. What's the best way to follow you guys and support you guys, um, you know, as far as, like, listening to your music and, and following you guys on the interwebs?
0: Um,
3: Well, I'm sure most people know about Bandcamp Friday. Mm-hmm. That's where Bandcamp waives their fee and it goes all to the band. Uh, so that would be wonderful if uh, you wanted to go up there and, you know, it's pretty cheap i think it's seven bucks to buy an ep of ours so of course you can give more uh if that's how you're feeling but you know that's that's a lot of that's cool for us because it was we were talking on the way here it's like hey we should probably you know get some merch going and maybe press some records Um, uh you know that type of thing so
4: and you know we're on facebook and instagram awesome look for us at panic grass but uh um, our contact info is on our band camp as well as you can get through, uh, social media that way you can chat with us there. Um, our email address is on our band camp. If you want to communicate with email, we're cool with that too.
2: Mm-hmm in those dms right yeah please favorite love northwest band of all time guys what's your favorite northwest band of all time john let's start with you my favorite northwest band of all time is uh the, the fall of troy awesome The muckle teo boys
4: the muckle teo trio baby <laughs> man when they got back together and did the the show here um what was it 2016 17 when they got back together yeah. after their hiatus or breakup one of the most fun shows that I've ever been to and the energy that they have for for just a trio. It, it was just so fantastic. It's mind-blowing how great they are live. Nice. So that's got to be my vote. Awesome.
2: And how about you, man?
3: That's a really tough one. Um, am I allowed to give you two?
2: Sure. <laughs> you know, I ain't hammering down on you.
3: They're very different eras. I would say – uh temple of the dog and sunny day real estate
2: amazing just got to see sunny day real estate i yeah. did as well i went to the was, thursday show it
3: was uh, awesome. i went to the thursday show yeah I and was... it was my i thought the more sounds great
2: incredible yeah they were so good
3: sounds great and awesome. um uh, yeah and apple cast sounded great as well did? Was, yes they did i was very excited to be because i never got to see sunny day for their original run me neither sadly i'll never see temple of the dog um yeah but I uh, love love both of those uh those bands are great so awesome
6: Continuing on, yeah. I mean, it has to be Alice in Chains. Yeah. Um, I remember, I don't know, getting to high school early one morning and I found a copy of Dirt upside down in the parking lot. Ooh, nice. In the dirt? <laughs> uh, no, asphalt. Ah, um, but you know, inside. I've I've uh, worn out several copies of that, so to speak. Um, yeah. And even their newer stuff, you know, Black so Gives Way yep. to Blue is a really fantastic album. Rainier
2: Fog. Is really mm-hmm. good too. Yep. Yeah.
6: But, you know,
7: how heavy it is, but how melodic, like,
6: it's hard to beat. Absolutely.
7: And how about you, man? Yeah, I'm going to be boring and repeat. So um, for me, it's Allison Chains as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I just love uh, Jerry Cantrell's um, guitar work and and his harmony singing as well.
4: Now we finally sound like a metal and alternative band. You know, a minute ago we were like, Stevie Wonder
2: and Weird Al, man. It's (laughs) like... What kind of music do these guys play
4: sometimes <laughs> when we talk to
2: each other? It's wild. I think, it. you know, you mix some Weird Alice, some Alice in Chains, some Stevie Wonder, and you get Panic Grass. <laughs> weird <laughs> Alice in Chains. Of, How yeah. about that? There we go. Weird Alice in Chains. I like that. That's
4: awesome. <laughs> That's going to be the name of the next album. How about <laughs> that? Chains. Weird That's Alice amazing. in Chains. That's amazing.
2: Uh, okay. You're the radio guy, John. Yes. You know what time it is. You listen to the show. It's time for you to do the cheesy radio intro. I want you to go as Morning Zoo Cheesy Over the Top. You know, sound effect, corniness. Uh, I, I need you to uh, intro it. So, this next song is, is, it sounds like the name of a death metal band, Acid Corpse. Yes. Uh, so, you're going to intro it. Uh, the name of the show is Loud and Local. Name your band and the song. And, uh, you know, however you, however zany you want to go, I'm going to turn my mic off. Please don't take my job. Good evening. Thank you for listening into
4: The Rock. We are here with Loud and Local. Panic is in the studio from their debut EP, Sewage Fruit. We have Acid Corpse. Now, let's go.
8: Alone in the world. On the west now bearing the news of a baby's death on the horizon. The phosphorus spark lit the night like gunfire spark, waltzing round dancing specters. A light in the spaces a light in the spaces left in the traces. The leftover scraps of my skin. In the distance, a shrieking engine cries out. Wretched headlights paint husks now. Cold orbs consume the stocks now. A scarecrow's headless He straightens A scarecrow's head lifts He straightens his shoes As past his field screams Pure evil in a white Oldsmobile